replacement receptacles, if the receptacle to be replaced is in a location that requires AFCI protection, and that would be 210.12, talks about locations. And Mario, in a second, I'm going to ask you to give me that list of locations. And or a location where GFCI protection is required, and that's 210.8, they must be installed at a readily accessible location. So if we start with 210.12, Mario, sure. just, just highlight the, the, the types of areas that would require AFCI, and then that would mean those areas replacement would have to be AFCI protected receptacles. Okay, we have dwelling units. There's, okay. there's a laundry list in dwelling units. Then we have uh, dormitory units, uh, guest rooms, guest suites, pa patient sleeping rooms in nursing homes and limited care facilities. And that's about it. Okay, and then GFCIs, it's going to be dwelling units and other than dwelling units. And there's a whole area. So anytime you're replacing a receptacle, we're in a, in a building that was built prior to the time it required GFCI or AFCI protection in these locations, then the replacement receptacle would have to be GFCI protected or AFCI protected, the replacement. It doesn't have to be an AFCI receptacle or a GFCI receptacle. It simply has to be protected. Probably sometimes the easier just to put in a GFCI receptacle in the beginning of the circuit and downstream protected, or maybe an AFCI receptacle in the beginning of the circuit and downstream protection. So that would be probably some of the ways we're going to handle it. <coughs> if an equipment grounding conductor exists in an outlet box, the replacement receptacle must be of the grounding type, and the receptacle's grounding terminal must be connected to the circuit equipment grounding conductor in accordance with 406.11. I don't remember 406.11. So what, what is 406.11, Mario? 406.11. I'm replacing a receptacle. There is an equipment grounding conductor there. Connection rece Connecting receptacle grounding terminals to box and comply with 250.146. Okay, it's going to tell us. Okay. It, it could have just said, shall be installed according with 250.146. Pretty much. Okay, so I didn't think I knew what that was. Okay, so you have to replace, a, in other words, if you had a two-wire receptacle in a box and there is an equipment grounding conductor, then the replacement receptacle is going to have to be of the three-wire type receptacle. If the equipment grounding conductor does not exist in the box and you're going to replace the receptacle, then we have three kind of options. Option one, let me get to the graphic here, is replace the non-grounding type receptacle with an, another non-grounding type receptacle. And I guess... Brian, are these non-grounding type receptacles easy to find? Oh, yeah. So, oh, no problem. Absolutely. You can replace it. But, I don't know, you, you have, Ryan and, and Brian, you guys have more experience than us in the, in the world today. Do customers want to have a two-wire receptacle replaced with a two-wire receptacle? Or? Uh, it depends on the customer. Uh, you got a little old lady that's on a social security check and she doesn't have any money. Um, yeah. You have somebody that's got some money. Uh, usually we're trying to convince them to actually install a new circuit, but uh, if we can't do that, then yeah, the GFCI with the three-prong is, is oh, much better. So the answer is sometimes yes and sometimes no. Yeah. If it's not this, and like, listen, that's not our preference, right? We'd like the people to replace if, it. If you've got a lady that $90 is a hardship or, yeah. you know, which is kind of like a super cheap service call, but right. you could be in and out in 10 minutes. Maybe you could even do it for 50 bucks for a little old lady. Right. Yeah. That's different than if you have somebody that's like, hey, listen, I have a problem and I want you to solve it. All right. So now we're going to replace it. The other option is replace a non-grounding type receptacle 
with a GFCI-type receptacle. Can you go to the large screen so I'm we can sorry. see it? Replace the non-granny-type receptacle with the GFCI receptacle. I'm not quite sure what the or is here. Can be replaced with a GFCI if the receptacle <coughs> or the cover is marked. No equipment grounding conductor. Okay. Right. Two so, options for cover marking. Yeah. So yeah. the receptacle will be marked. I'm not aware of receptacles. It's a sticker that comes with the receptacle. Yes. It comes with the you can, They're just saying you can stick it anywhere you want. Okay. So the marking's going to either be one of the two locations. Believe it or not, that actually was a point of contention. That was a code change. Yeah, it was a code change because that was a point of contention for years where exactly you could put the sticker because some people liked putting them on the receptacle. Some people put them on the covers. And well, the inspectors were saying, hey, if they replace the cover, there's nothing that indicates that it does not have an equipment grounding conductor. But it wouldn't be on that. The code said receptacle. It did say receptacle. It did. It said receptacle. It so if receptacle. you put it on the cover, you no. weren't meeting code. So. Uh, okay, I was watching research to see what he was going to do here. Okay. <clears throat> I, I could feel the comment. On the <laughs> <laughs> All right, research. Go there. I, 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 seriously, I know when there's an industry. His eyes were boring into the I back. Can, I say research. Yeah. Right, tell us here. Well, that label is because of the rule that's referenced in informational note number two. And what does that informational note two say? It says you go to 250.114 and it tells you a whole list of things that are not allowed to be plugged into a circuit that does not contain an equipment grounding conductor. Oh, there's an informational note that says that you put this label here so people know that it's right. GFCI protected, no equipment ground, and there's an informational note too that tells us about all the equipment that requires an equipment grounding conductor. Is that what you're saying? Yes, exactly. Just letting you know, hey, well, you know, this equipment right. requires an equipment grounding conductor, so maybe, <clears throat> what, 251.14, maybe yeah. you can't plug that equipment into a receptacle that you specifically identified that doesn't mm -hmm. have an equipment grounding conductor because 251.14 says these appliances or these items shall be connected to receptacle equipment grounding conductors. So maybe we need to put a little directory on here with a list of all the things that you don't plug into the receptacle at all the receptacle locations. The, the only problem with that is the end user who sees that little label has no idea what 250.114 is and so it's completely ignored in the real world so that label means nothing to anybody <laughs> all right but that's or the other way of replacing a two-wire receptacle is to replace it with a three-wire receptacle and the first receptacle i mean with a, a gfci type receptacle and then all the downstream receptacles from that point on would be gfci protected on the load side the other option is to replace a two-wire receptacle with uh okay Put a GFCI, let's, let's, Mike, let's move this GFCI protection ahead of that receptacle. Have a GFCI protected circuit and then replace the receptacle with a grounding type receptacle where the downstream receptacles would be provided with the, oh, all the receptacles would be GFCI protected. And then we have these labels about no equipment ground. Um, GF, what is this? What is this saying? The label says GFCI protected, no equipment ground. So we have three options. And how to replace that, Ryan? Well, this is actually a very common issue. Yep. Um, especially, I mean, you've got you know vintage and historic homes have got everybody's eye right now. Everybody thinks they're great to own, and then they get in there and they start to want to plug stuff in, and they go, "Wait a minute!" Then you get that phone call, 
and you know you've got to be some way you have to help the customer but still stay safe and legal and so you know this is you know very daily applicable how do you get them the three-prong outlet safely and legally okay all righty so let's go to 406.4 d3 where existing receptacles are replaced in location with GFCI protection required, the replacement receptacle must be GFCI protected. We kind of talked about that in a general way. And then D4 says where an existing receptacle is replaced in location where AFCI protection required, the replacement receptacle must be one of the following. Well, it could be a listed outlet branch circuit. Okay, it could be a, an AFCI receptacle. It could be a receptacle protected by, okay, forget about number two. <clears throat> Go number three. A receptacle protected by an AFCI circuit breaker. So it's either an AFCI receptacle or it's a receptacle, or the receptacles are protected by an AFCI circuit breaker. Eric? Yeah, Mike, this is what I was talking about earlier if you read the first sentence. If a receptacle outlet located in any area specified is replaced. And Mario, I think we wrote a list of things for definitions yeah. of receptacle outlet. And I talked about that when we were in probably branch circuits somewhere in 210, that a receptacle outlet is where you put in a receptacle. Then there is a definition of a receptacle, and that's the actual receptacles. So this is saying if you're replacing the receptacle outlet, and, and, and you know, mistakes are made in language, so it should say where a receptacle is placed, not a receptacle outlet. That means you're taking the box, not putting a new box in. So if you put a receptacle in there, you don't have to provide AFCI protection because you're not replacing the outlet. You're just replacing the receptacle. Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> That's right. Oops. <laughs> so you take the PI? Good point, Eric. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I just, saved, I just saved a little old lady a bunch of money. Actually. <laughs> Good point. Good point, Eric. Brian, why don't you uh, make a PI for that on also for us, just in case. Were you going to say something, Brian? Well, I was just going to say, um, believe it or not, a lot of the time you are actually replacing the receptacle outlet because this is a 60- or 70-year-old installation. The box is broken. The screws are stripped. So... And most people aren't going to realize that's what it says, but exactly. we should make a PI. <laughs> uh, Tamper-resistant receptacles, where existing receptacles are, re where existing rece are replaced in a location where tamper-resistant is required, then a replacement receptacles must be listed tamper-resistant. 